Good morning. It is Danger Dan back in the talk shop. Yeah, it's been over a month since I've done this, which is fucking crazy. Longest I've gone since I've started this podcast. And I won't bore you with excuses, but I have been a little bit busy. But I've got a bunch of podcasts to put out. Today's show is going to be with Taylor Lynn. I recorded this, I believe, my first morning at the ranch there in Hurricane Mills for the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. And it is always fun catching up with Taylor. Seeing her and my wife this weekend was hilarious, too. They were having way too much fun. Uh, If you did not make it to the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival, you fucked up. That's it. That's all all I got to say. You fucked up. Uh, But it's going to happen again next year. So make sure that you are following at Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. It's actually, that's not their Instagram, but look it up. You can find it. Uh, and make sure that you mark your calendars when they release the dates for next year. Trust me, you will not want to miss this one. So let's get into this podcast with Taylor Lynn. <laughs> This show, like all shows, is brought to you by MCShopTees.com, your T-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. That's right. Each month, we feature a different motorcycle shop, do a one-off T-shirt only available to subscribers. Dude, it's a sweet deal. This month's featured shop is Indian Larry Motorcycles out of Brooklyn, New York. And it's fucking rad. Darren McKeague did the artwork. And if you were not signed up before the beginning of May, you will not be getting one. But next month's featured shop is, well, I'm not going to tell you, but it's a cool one. And uh, let's see. I'll give you a clue that his brother has another shop as well that will probably feature in the future. Because I fucking love it. You know, I fucking love it. And we're not going to stop. Um, go to mcshoptees.com. You can sign up monthly. You can buy three, six, and 12-month packages. And uh, you've got to be signed up before the end or before the beginning of the month to get next month's shop tea. Yeah, I know. It's confusing. Just go sign up now, you know, and you'll get a shirt soon. That's how this works. And you will continue to get them, mcshoptees.com. Man, I really... Hope that you were in Tennessee this last weekend. It was fucking rad. Uh, We had a ton of fun, dude. The hill climb was sick. The music was sick. The racing was sick. Playing on the track was awesome. Riding the trails. Harley Davidson brought in a bunch of Pan Americas. And we rode the shit out of them. Uh, And dirt bikes, dude. Pat showed up. We rode dirt bikes in the woods. Tyler Tyler Valentick brought his Harley Davidson sportster dirt bike out and ripped it through the woods it was really rad and i got to sit down and uh talk with the guys about the pan america i took a intro to adventure riding course while i was there that's right and uh and then i also like learned a bunch of like hacks for the pan america and it's pretty cool i mean I, I've never even adjusted the settings on one of those fucking things. And they took me in and showed me a bunch of rad stuff. So 
I want to thank all those guys, a part of the ADV experience, for coming out and sharing their knowledge with us. It was pretty fucking cool, and I hope you got there to experience it. Um, what's up? What, what what am I doing? What am I doing? Man, it's been a while since I've done this. It's crazy. Uh, I will not go on a break like this again. This is too much. It's too long. I'm like started to get in a weird comfort zone of not recording the actually I've been recording the podcast I just haven't been putting them up on the internet uh it's been hectic it seems like every time I've gotten home from a trip I've got a short amount of time to get my shit fixed and get back on the road which is it's the case this time too I unloaded yesterday everything was covered in mud uh I took the Pan America into the dealership I uh, I noticed that I burned a hole through the radiator hose from when Brian Helm did. Oh, I'll save that. I'll save that. We recorded a podcast about the Mexico trip. And uh, anyways, I just wanted to get it, get it squared away before I take it to New Mexico, which I leave for New Mexico tomorrow to take my wife and go, you know, spend a weekend up there riding around in the mountains. There's a bunch of rad shows going on this weekend that I will not be at. One of them is the Sutter the Throwdown out at the Yellow Rose Canyon. And then there is the Texas Hills motorcycle show somewhere in the hill country. And uh, whichever one you choose to go to, I'm sure will be amazing. It will be. Uh, the month of June, I am fucking taking off. And when I mean I'm taking off, I mean I'm not taking off to go anywhere. I will be putting in some work at the house, getting these podcasts up that I've already got recorded, and setting up to do things a little bit differently in the future. So I'm pretty stoked about that. My house is fucking, wouldn't say it's falling apart around me, but it is filled, dude. My shop, my office is just, they're both just destroyed and my yard is i'll get that mode today get the weed eater out uh, but i got a lot of catching up to do i've been uh i've been running and gunning so i appreciate you tuning in now and uh i just i can't wait to to show you what else is coming uh the month of june i'm off june july july they've got the 120th in milwaukee which i may or may not make um August is Sturgis, man. It's all, it's all coming. I got some big rides planned. Uh, this month's featured shop is Indian Larry. There is a huge block party in September at Brooklyn, and uh, it's the twentieth one they've done, and it's gonna be a banger. So that'll be the next big chopper ride. I've got a sweet Pan America ride to Sturgis, and um, you know I'm gonna ride my dirt bike and get in shape. And do some shit before then. Um, but yeah, man, if you want to support the show, but you don't want to sign up for MC Shop Tees, go to Patreon. I have a Patreon support link where you can donate five bucks a month. And uh, man, this keeps this show on the road, keeps me traveling around and bringing podcasts to you. And I do apologize for the lack of content the last four weeks, but I've been putting in some work and you will see. So let's get into this podcast with Taylor Lynn. Oh, yeah, wait a second. No, no, not only, you know, does that five bucks a month keep this show on the road, but I got rad shit to hook you up with. Lowbrow supports me and they will support you. I know I haven't given away a gift card in a month or two, but I got a $100 gift card I will be giving away. Uh, we're going to kick that back off in June. 
Um, every five bucks you donate this year gives you a chance at winning a trip to Nepal in no well for next year. It'll give you a chance. We're going to draw a winner in December. Somebody will win a trip thanks to Motorcycle Sherpa. If you would like to go to Nepal with me, you better go to MotorcycleSherpa.com now and sign up for the ride to the heavens. Uh, it's the first event. What is it? It's November 1st through the 13th. And that trip will fill up. And it, it's probably getting close now. I've talked to a handful of the people this weekend that are going on the trip and a handful of people that are, you know, probably going to pull the trigger. So it's, uh, man, that's going to be fun. MotorcycleSherpa.com. If you've been following this podcast for any amount of time, you know what I'm talking about. So thank you for all the support. It was rad seeing everybody. Most everybody was cool this weekend, you know. They didn't mention that I hadn't put a podcast out. And then there were some people that were really fucking cool who were like, dude, what the fuck have you been doing the last couple months? Because we want to hear about it. So special thanks to those people that called me out and said, get your shit together. I really do appreciate it. So let's get on with it. Here's Taylor Lynn. Driving around, Ugh. you know. And I was gonna take yeah. you and show you a bunch of spots. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna show you all these different me, places. Letting you just take me Ugh. wherever you wanted to. But I didn't want to show a bunch of different spots. I had one idea. This is the same idea that I had from the very start. I know, and it's a great idea. It's really the best but idea. You know, I have to say no, right? Just so you can come up with some other ideas. We can flush them all out. The problem with the other ideas that you agreed to, which were the ones that I didn't like, was that it was way down there, which you like a drive, but yeah. then there were going to be a ton of, there were going to be more people in and out over there than there will be back here. I just imagine there was like this barn in the woods. Yes, yeah, on the woods. You know, with a big old patio. This is an event venue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Anthony said you guys have been busy this spring. Like a yeah, bunch of events have already been going off. Anthony's amazing. I mean, since he started managing this place, I don't know, six years ago, I guess, five years ago, five or six years ago, he's just kept it hopping. That's he's, awesome. You know, he's a young guy. And he knows what's going on. He's just kept building and kept it busier and busier. He's awesome at it. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that little kid. Little, is that, that little baby. girl? Got that, yeah. That thing's like, what, a month old? She's Two 20. Months? 20 months. She's 20 years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. The fucking zingers are here. The zingers are that here. That baby's up. Uh, I think she's two months. She must be two months old. She must be two months old. I love his girlfriend, Emma. She knows. She jokes about it all the time. Oh, my god! I love her. She's my little family. I love them all. Yeah. That's awesome. Got that baby. Love that baby. Owen is her name. Owen. Mm -hmm. She's going to be a feral kid like yours? Just running around barefoot, whipping I, each other. I mean, pulling. you have to be if you're living out here, man. I mean, you got to keep up. My kids, after playing with your little boys yesterday, 
came home and they're like, it's like we've met our best friends. They're the <laughs> no, only they ones did. that don't cry when we fight. And all they wanted to do was fight the whole time. We love them, Mama. It was funny watching them whip each other with the switches they got off the tree. I was like, surely one of them's going to cry here in a minute. And I saw multiple, like, fight back tears. Yeah. They're like, they knew. They're like, they, they we're not that doing was, that. We're not, no. no they we're said not that was their favorite side. game. That was their favorite game. That was their favorite game. They're like, that's what they're looking forward to the most when they meet up with the kids today. Perfect. See? I might have them some. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that action right there. Uh, well, you know, they get out of school, what, like noon? Three? Two? Three. Yeah. It's coming straight here, though, huh? Yeah, I told them they could say, hey. I told them they could stay up as long as they wanted to with your kids. Really? Yeah. They're, they're staying at your place? No, they're going to stay at yours. Your place. Cool. Uh, no, Katie told me that y'all have four bunks. Oh, no. Yeah. Not in my, no. Yeah, they do. No, yeah, no, you do. No. Uncle Becca said that they could stay uh, over there, too. They're oh, going to work Uncle for Becca's, her. That's a great idea. Does she have a separate place? Quarters? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's bringing her own. No, y'all have plenty of room in that place. Just send them back when you're done with them. That's a big deal, Dan. Where's the, where does the river end up? Can I just let them... Cause that, it goes we're the right other way. The end, it goes like, the other way. Perfect. No, come on. We send them off in tubes. How long do you think those boys could live together? Where would they go? If we just let them go down there. Because, you know, right where I'm at, if you get around that bend, there's not really any exit, you know? The hill goes up on one side. You know, the thing about the four of our kids is I think that they would survive. It'd be like Lord of Flies. I mean, I think they oh, would build a would... whole commune. I think they'd be all right. <laughs> so I think we're doing okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. No, does that feed into, what's that river, the big one that runs through here? The Duck River. The Duck River, mm -hmm. yeah, it feeds yeah. into the Duck River. Mm -hmm. Gosh, it's nice and blue. Is and it? It looks kind of brown to me. The river right here? Felt, Not the duck. Felt like it was blue to you? Yeah, it's beautiful. Maybe, Maybe like, the sun was shining right on it and that yeah. blue was, it, it feels brown to me, but it's beautiful. Well, it is a little milkier than yeah. it has been in the past. Yeah. You guys have been getting a lot of rain, I see. It's nice and green here. Yes. Well, it feels like summer came like two weeks ago. I mean, it went from like, okay, spring is here to summer was right, just right around the corner. You guys already been in the 90s and shit? Yeah. I bet it's going to be 90 today, Dan. We can really rock it out. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. I might be in the river. I hope that you are. Yeah. I mean, God only knows what you're going to be doing. Have you already been climbing the hill today? No, no. I'm going to wait till Saturday. Today, I'm going to go ride the adventure trails uh, and the dirt bike trails. By yourself? Maybe. Maybe. Who's your be best some... friend here? Who's my best friend here? Right now, it's you. Okay. But, I mean, you won't even get in the car with me. So, like, who do you hang out with? <laughs> Because when we're done podcasting, you act like we're not even friends until we get to climb hill and then our kids hang out together. Oh, yeah. Well. So between Thursday until Sunday, you we don't even talk. So it's between Wednesday and well, Sunday. Well, you know, sometimes I just forget your name and I just see you walk by and I don't know what I know, to say. You're like, what? I know. I forgot his wife's <laughs> name between this year and last year. I don't know how it happened. I thought it was Carrie. And so I whispered to him yesterday at this wedding, what's your wife's name? And then he went and told her. And so I'm sure that made her feel really good. And you sent me that message last night after we went Katie and Catlin. You know, her name is Julie Catlin Rhodes. Right. And then you sent a message saying, what's Julie's number? As a and joke. I was like, she has no clue. Yeah, her name's Julie Catlin. Julie I know. Catlin. Well, my real name is Julie. So that's why I thought that would be oh, funny. Oh, that's right. So I, then I, you I wrote, forgot that. And then it was really like you lost your sense of humor and you're like, Katie's <laughs> number is. I'm like, 
great. I did. I mean, I really uh, thought. Well, just you know really... I was laughing when I wrote that. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, I was. You swear? I swear. Okay, because yeah. I was like, you really lost it. Katie's number is. <laughs> uh-huh. So, what are you looking for? I'm going to just, this is my podcast now. Yeah, please. Yeah, no Take problem. Take over, please. What are um, you looking forward to most about this week? Because you've been here now. This is how many years have you been here? When did it start? Six years ago. Then I've been here six years. Yeah, every time, right? Every time. What are you looking forward to most? What do you miss about previous years that you think's not going to be here this year? Uh, Pat. Mm. From Let's Let. Yeah. He's not going to be here. Well, yeah, his daughter's due this weekend. So he's not going to be able to give me her. He, I mean, he, he might. He said, you know, but. <laughs> if she goes, if she has it, yeah, and he can make it. Yeah, like, it's like, but he's like, hey, dude, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, Tennessee is not top priority this weekend, you know. <gasps> Where does he live? I have a grandkid on the way. Oh, my know? gosh. So I'm like, well, I, you know, what do you say to that except for congratulations? And yeah. I hope it pops out with four Like arms. maybe today. Yeah. So then whenever. you can make it by Saturday. Yeah. Where does he live? Dayton, Ohio. That's not that far. No, it's, it really isn't. So, really, he could make it by I Saturday. I told him to just bring her. It's like, there's a bunch of mamas out there. Everybody would take she care of her. do water birth right in the river, you know? Oh, bring We'll have a wedding. We have a wedding. And a birth. We'll have a water birth. Yeah. And then we'll we probably have bikes. some wet nurses. Some wet nurses. Too much? Nurses get wet. For your podcast? <laughs> yeah. Would you tone it down? Would you turn it down just a little? I've heard it before, so I know I might be too colorful. Oh, yeah. Too colorful. That's the way to put it. Well, dang. Okay, so what? It, you're sad about that, mm-hmm. and you're excited about? Uh, riding the trails. You know, I love the, you know, how we're bringing in different elements of, you know, riding motorcycles. Not just, you know, turning the music up on your bagger, you know, yeah. hanging out watching music the music lineup this year is great i've got some friends coming from texas to play who uh lulu and the black sheep yeah 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 that's gonna be great what night are they playing thursday and saturday oh nice down at um down at the creek at the shack yeah and then the creek so fun paul cawthon it's gonna be great excuse me no i am so excited about paul cawthon right not just his music which is amazing but he is so funny yeah like just watching his instagram and my husband is a huge fan of him they saw him out at what's it called whitefish or something in montana montana yeah and they fell in love with him and so we've got a bunch of friends just coming out just to see him nice so I'm excited. I am hosting, so I get to be like next to him. You're gonna get to say hello. Don't worry, I already messaged him on Instagram. Did and I was like, you know? Yeah, I did. I totally, I, I did everything I could to like say, I'm, I messaged his wife, and I was like, We can't wait to have y'all. If there's anything you need, I mean, I never oh, do that, but man. I was totally, I was sucking up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, If y'all need anything, we're oh. here. We cannot wait well, to when host are you. you. Playing? I'm playing Friday night. We're doing Meemaw's tribute show Friday night, like the kind of remembering Loretta and oh, the family's be, coming out. That's going to be a wet one. I, yeah. It is. It is. It really is. It is. Um, I'm excited because uh, Rob Lines is going to play, which I love him. And amazing. Summer Dean, she's amazing. Yeah. And Jane, Jamie Wyatt. And then my dad, which you know is so great if he can do it you know he hasn't really he's been in such grief over his mom that he hasn't been really? able to sing really he hasn't been able to well, show up like before been that long. no october what is this may so yeah 
And he's 70, she was 90. They have been doing music together for over 50 years. Like, that's what they did. I mean, and they were best friends. They were inseparable. And so it's, I mean, it's really hit him hard. When I lost my mom that first year, I mean, you cried every day almost, it felt like. So it's, it's sad, but my aunt will be out, and, and she's going to sing, Loretta's daughter, and we're, we're just going to try to have a good time and celebrate her life and, and celebrate what she gave to this ranch. You know, she loved the idea of the motorcycles being here. She started motocross here back in 82, and she and my grandfather loved that. But then when we brought music and motorcycles together and started this event, she was thrilled about that, and she would drive around and look at it all. And so we love the idea of celebrating her while we're doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. The motorcycles. In 82, so that's when they started racing out here? Was yeah. it 82? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. We, me and my kids have been watching a lot of Supercross lately, and I don't think they understand, like, how holy this ground is for all the guys that they see on TV. And I try and explain it to them. Yeah. Show them the pictures down there and, you know. They don't get it. I yeah, mean. They rode that track the first year they came. They're like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've ridden at Loretta's. Yeah. Well, and so many people, especially like out on the West Coast, if you say Loretta Lynn, they don't know who she is as a country music singer, no. but they definitely know what the motocross is out here. Yeah, and even my kids, they went to, um, the Supercross at the Bridgestone Arena or Nash- Nissan Nashville Stadium. a couple weeks ago? Yes. And, yes, and they sat in the box or whatever you call it, you know, and watched it, and they were like, oh, my God, these people come out to our ranch. Like, they didn't even, yeah. like, grasp what it all was, and they live here. So that kind of blew their mind, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the past two weeks have been freaking brutal out there mm-hmm. i think like the top four got top four out of six are out oh you don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> anthony here is anthony <laughs> <laughs> i've been doing these oh, tv interviews dan oh yeah they're the just like this aren't they <laughs> oh my god well no because they'll start to, for anybody listening, like, I'm an idiot, basically. Like, I love to host, and this is my home, and, and, and I love to welcome people, and this is, I just, I love Dan. I love all of y'all that come out here, and that's authentic, and that is what I'm here for. But as far as, like, the bikes and all that, I, I'm really, I'm ignorant, and I'm learning slowly. And I have boys in, in my family, and they ride, and they love it, but I'm, like, a slow learner so when you start talking about like you know the insides of it all so what, what tell me about the tv interview so like are they like oh so when supercross comes to town do they come out here and interview you no and like, oh, okay. no they know better than that yeah. like team and mars a little bit differently because <laughs> different because they know you okay. know what i mean but like so they, you guys have been on tv talking about tmmr yeah me me oh, that's awesome but what I'm, do you what do you tell them I talk about what you and I have been talking about already. You know, I mean, I welcome, I tell them about the ranch and then I tell them about, you know, I love talking about like Bill Dodge and and the builders that are out there. And I talk about the music that's going to be here. And you talked about the trails. They love that. I love the hooligan racing, the Fist City track, the, um, the brothers, I'm dropping their names. The Ives brothers. The Ives brothers. I mean, the wall of death. That is, I love that thing. Um, have you been inside while they do it? Yes. 
Oh it's, yeah. Oh my God, so fun. It's it seems safer in there than when you're like when you're standing up there on the edge and that whole wall's moving like yes. a wave as they go around it. Well, and when they tell you, do you want to stand in the middle? You're like, I don't feel like this is the greatest idea that I ever had. <laughs> but then when you get in there, you're like, oh, yeah. it's not too bad. Yeah, if something happens, they're gonna go away, you know, because yeah. that's centrifugal force. But when you're up top and that whole thing's just moving. Yeah, you're like, these people are insane and yeah. we're all going to die. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's that adrenaline. We're going to do it together, though. Well, I'm a recovering drug addict. Okay. And so all of this stuff, this yeah. this particular event for me is like, I want to be here 24-7. I mean, it is high energy. Everybody's so happy. There's music all the time. The bartenders are going around. They're hot. They're serving drinks. Everybody's laughing. I mean... There's water, you know, you're down at the creek. There's always something going on all the time. Everybody seems to be friends. It feels safe. And what, today's Wednesday. And I not even really started yet, has it? No. And, and we're having we, a great time already. Yeah, we had a wedding yesterday, RJ. We kicked it off with a wedding. Oh, my gosh. That was beautiful, and it was yeah. emotional, and... It was, I mean, what a sweet... Bill Dodge was the pastor or whatever. I mean, it was beautiful. I love that. Now, do you do a lot of weddings out here? Surely that's yeah, like that's, the next biggest thing after Supercross or Motocross. It is. We're definitely a wedding venue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They usually have like the uh, receptions down at the pavilion where we have all the music. Okay. Yeah. Inside that area. Mm -hmm. I try to tell the people, I have ADHD. I'm going to backtrack. I try to tell the people, they like they don't do what you do. They don't say, like if I say I don't know what I'm talking about, they don't, they don't say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know how you'll call me out? I'll tell them beforehand, like, hey, I don't know the specifics of, like, don't talk to me about mm. the building of a motorcycle yeah, yeah, if yeah. I talk about the Bill Dodge thing. Mm -hmm. So they'll go to something so different. You, so you, like, pre-warn them. You, like, yeah, don't ask me about yeah. how many miles per hour you should go on the Fifth City track or, like, what they're racing for or yeah. how many people. <laughs> Wait, why they're even doing like, it. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. They're going why around. Why are they only turning left? How many times are they going? I mean, and what happens? I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. And I watch it, and Red does the track, you know, gets on that tractor and waters it down. So are you out here when super or motocross does come? Yes. Mm-hmm. What, what yes, you, I sang last time, which was like the first time I'd ever done it in really? front of all those people. I almost died. It was amazing. That is so So awesome. I'm here for that kind of stuff. Like, I'm yeah. here for the entertainment part. But are you out hanging out with, like, just doing the same thing you do during this event at motocross? Um, or Yeah, I mean, I'm out saying hi and stuff, but it's... It's much bigger for motocross. I mean, you're like, you know, this is kind of... And what everybody's there. They got, like, something they're trying to do. They're yeah, all, like, you know, it's like, a competition it's there, intense, right? right? I mean, it's like a sport. Like, it's a competition. Here, it's, we're, like, here for the hang, kind yeah, of, right? That's I mean, a totally different vibe, Yeah, like, it? they're here for the, like, everybody for seems checkers, very focused. Checkers or wreckers. Yeah, nobody wants to deal with somebody that doesn't know what's going on at motocross. <laughs> they're like... There are stands for yeah. people like you. Get yeah. in the bleachers. Yeah. Like, they're not doing a podcast with me. Like, they don't have me <laughs> on their podcast. Oh, I bet they're doing podcasts up here, though, during that event. Yeah, they don't, they're not looking for Taylor. It's funny. I was looking for a podcast uh, uh, about Loretta. Yeah. That, uh, oh, who did it? What's his name? Um, what's his name? Steven? Steve? David Allen Cosun. Have you heard the one he did about the pill? Oh, Diamonds and... Uh, cocaine and Rhinestones. Oh, my God. How good was that? He's, it's so good. It's so good. I listened to that. And now it's part of my... You know, I do the show with Conway Twitty's grandson called Twitty and Lynn. And, yeah. and we go all over the country. And uh, 
we've added that part about I did not know until I heard that podcast that she's the most banned artist of all genres ever. Yeah. I learned that from that he podcast. Was like, there has been she's had more songs banned than than country male singers. How than of all, all of country all, male singers. How insane is that? And David Allen Coe is one of the craziest people in the whole and world. And his son is so collected. I, and I'm focused. sort of obsessed with both of them. I mean, yeah. they're just so wild. Like I'm like, I now I want to go see David. Have you seen that documentary? Which one? David Allen Coe's documentary. No, you I didn't know he had one. You should watch it. Y'all are, you might like it. Have you, you might really relate. Have you seen the one with, uh, oh, what's that one? It's got a lot of Towns Van Zandt in it. Uh, uh, oh, shit. Somebody's thinking of it right now. I'm mad at you. Yeah, they're yelling. Oh, they're saying it over oh, and over. I don't know what gosh, it is. Gosh, you don't know what it I is? I don't know. Well, there's a clip, and it's an old one of David Allen Coe driving his tour bus. Oh. Going to the... Uh, Play at the penitentiary. I do know He's what got you're all his rhymes. Oh, it's the, one of the I best documentaries ever. I do know what you're talking ever. about. I do know what you're talking about. We just watched that this year. I, I don't J- know what Just this year. I Isn't just that, watched it with the guy. It's amazing. Uh, this guy is the craziest person I've ever seen. I mean, I really, I want to go see David Allen Cohen concert. You've never just, seen him? No. Oh, my. So I my, didn't know he was so crazy. So my friends that are coming here to play Lulu and the Black yeah. Sheep. I first met them, my band and their band were opening up for David Allen Cole in Dallas, Texas. Oh, my God. And, and this is how we met, like, eight, nine years ago. And that show was, it was hectic. And it was so, we, we did it, like, two years in a row. So before that, he would come through town and play Billy Bob's. Yeah. Well, he came through and played Billy Bob's, and, like, for the encore, he went and fucking got one off stage and went and put on, like, a skin-tight purple suit. <laughs> And did Purple Rain. And they were like, you can't come back to Billy Bob's, David Allen Coe. <laughs> so they wouldn't let him play Billy Bob's anymore. And uh, so he had to play this, like, rock venue in Dallas. Oh, my God. And uh, I'll tell you an even funnier one. So that first, that year, we had to, like, it was one of those gigs where, like, you got to sell tickets, right? You hear, you get to open up for David Allen Coe, but you got to go sell these tickets. Yeah. Well, we've been playing this... Uh, and I apologize to everybody that's heard this story again. you got to hear it again. Uh, we've been playing some clubhouses for some bikers, specifically a club called the Scorpions, which is a pretty, mm-hmm. you, know, they're, you know, they're pretty serious, right? Yeah. And uh, the lead singer takes all these tickets and goes, hey, you know, would you guys like to buy these 50 tickets? Or would you like to buy some tickets? We're playing with David Allen Co. We know you guys will enjoy this show. And they're like, yeah, we'll take them all. So he gives them all 50 tickets. But they never gave him any money, right? And he never got any money from them. So we show up to play the gig, and, you know, we get to the venue, and they're like, all right, where's the tickets that you didn't sell and then the money for the ones you did? And he's like, we didn't sell any tickets, and we don't have any tickets. And they're like, well, you can't play tonight. Oh, no. And he was like, well, here's the deal. You're going to have to tell all 50 of the Scorpions outside that we're not playing tonight, you know, because they've got all the tickets, and they're like, you guys go on at 9, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. So then the next time he came through, there was no – they didn't give us any tickets. They just said you guys can play. Yeah. But that first year. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she knows what we're doing. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the first year it was it was like, wouldn't say it was god awful. Yeah. But his son was up there, just looked embarrassed. So his son his played with him. It was not good. Right. Wow. So, but then the next year, he got up there and fucking murdered it. Like, was it was a totally different dude a year later. And, and walked off stage, right out the door, got in his car. Some hot blonde drove him away. 
and the band was still on stage playing, and it was amazing. I was just like, see, we need to go see him. To he's see just not what consistent. it's going to be like so this you, time. You gotta like, yeah. That's we used, what, we that's go what see I like. We used to see him in Daytona. He'd play at uh, the Iron Spoke. So or, you like him. I love David Allen. He's like one of the best songwriters ever. He's amazing. Have you listened to the Penitentiary Blues album? I'm going to go listen to it. It's like. I had no interest in. She's oh coming back God. around. She's yeah. coming back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got somebody blowing off the porch here. Uh -huh. Maybe it's not going to be the best idea for you to do your podcast. Taylor was here. like, this is the best place. I did not Nobody imagine. will bother you. It's a beautiful view. There's but an ashtray. Don't, don't you feel like this could have been good had it not been for the cleaning? Well, here's the deal. It still is, you know. This is just added flavor, you know. We'll tell them it's a motorcycle. It's an electric <laughs> bike. That's the new. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, That electric bike has a blower on it. Hey, everybody listens to your podcast. After we did it last no, year. No, they don't. Everybody they here does. Do. No, they talked about what we talked about. Everybody here would talk to me about us talking last time. Really? And what do they do? Does them it listen to this? Do you put it on right away? No, no. How did they I, I hear see, it? When, when I record them with people like you, I kind of like sit on it for a while and debate whether or not I'm going to put it out Shut there. Shut your mouth. They heard it right <laughs> away. Is it live? How did they hear it so fast? No, I didn't. They put heard it, it at TMMR right away. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, I did. That's right. Last year I uploaded them immediately. They heard it immediately. Yeah. You yeah. should do that again. You think so? Well, they some got mad at me because I gave them the wrong facts. Well, you As know, we have learned, I'm not great at facts. You know, maybe I should put a disclaimer up front. You know, this is me and Taylor bullshitting about some things we don't really know much about. Okay? And I feel like, isn't that better than the facts? I mean, and if they want a fact, I like they can play ask with, AI. I mean, imagination, right? AI. <laughs> you know what we should do? <laughs> is we should ask ChatGBT. Yeah. Translate a podcast from Taylor Lynn and Danger Dan. You know, make up, what would a podcast Do you sound feel like? like that might be a good podcast? From AI? Like, you and I could do a little something. I think that there's probably enough information on the internet where, it, you know. I don't want to ask AI, I don't know, I feel like. Have you played with ChatGBT at all? Yes. Oh my God, it's, it's kind of crazy. crazy. But you know, <laughs> now you can see where people are using it. Like if you look on social media. Well, people say they're using it. Like they give credit to it now. It's oh. little, like they're proud of it sometimes. Like this commercial was brought to you by ChatGBT. Oh, they do? Yeah. Well, I know somebody that I can tell that they're using them to write their captions. Really? Yeah, but they're not saying that they're, but you know, you can tell by the way that they're newly writing really interesting oh they just started writing yeah huh. they just they're a writer now yeah and they're like and the kicker is and <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh see i think to do it well you 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 gotta it's kind of like looking for answers on google mm -hmm. you gotta really know what to type in to get the answers that mm -hmm. you're after so like to do something like like if i was gonna do that i'd be like all right i need a caption as though cormac mccarthy is writing about the Fist City flat track it. Yes. You know, and like give it some, you know, give it some background and this give it some smart. flavor and instead of like, you know, write a caption. Well, this is what I Where then it's like do. using all the information and not like putting a voice on it. It's really smart. I say, please answer this as a seven-year-old boy. And then I answer all my homework. That way you can understand. No. Oh. And then I... <laughs> I 
I mean, both of those are good. Oh, gosh. I don't know why anybody would listen to this. So that's how you get your kids' homework done, huh? Oh. You were dead. <laughs> you were so proud of me, too, for figuring yeah. out this solution. No, no, I can understand. Really <laughs> like, she's smarter than she looks. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's so good. Uh. <laughs> you weren't even judging. <laughs> Okay. Pull it together. You need tissue? My weave is so hot. I got so much weave up in my hair. You know what I like about the bartenders <coughs> in here? Is that they, some of them have weaves too. And we can talk about that. Really? And that feels good to not be alone. I am excited about Uncle Becca being here because oh I'm going to buy a lot of her gosh. hats. Oh, she's excited too. Listen, I've been kind of a little bit of a stalker of hers for a while. Yeah. I did not know that was your sister. It is. Is that okay to say? Yeah, absolutely. She told me. You didn't even tell me. She did. Thanks. Well, you're welcome. I bought a hat of hers, put on my dad's tab. I love that one. You put it on your dad's tab? Your dad's got a running tab? That's what it's oh, called. Put it, oh, <laughs> I love that one. I thought you got a hat and put it on your dad's no, tab. No, it's this called is... put it on my dad's tab. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah, I yeah. love that one. Yeah, and you've good. seen it, but you didn't know it. Um, I love all those hats. They're so great. All four of our kids are going to work for this weekend selling their feathers. Yeah, I, there was, they had them all laid out. They, you know, they're they're, they're like putting price points on all of them, you know, deciding which ones are worth more. She seems really cool. Oh, she is. I'm kind of scared of her, though, because she's. You know, she's a little bit like you, but you know, once you get down to the through all your BS, you're really sweet. But it takes a second to mm -hmm. get through all of it, mm -hmm. and then you, you turn back on the turn it up. You you know, you, know, you never know in, what like, you're okay, gonna act like. Okay, she's cool. She can handle it. Yeah, know? yeah. Just talk to her like she's a seventh grader, and she'll understand. <laughs> seven year old. <laughs> seven year old. <laughs> oh great! So yeah, so then you'll get it. Perfect. I'm having the best time. Well, I wish I could ride a motorcycle, but I can't. But that's all right. Yeah, well, what about the kids? Yeah. They fine. ride, huh? Yeah, they'll get on. They got some little bikes. Yeah. You got, do, you, do you really have a desire to learn? Do you want to learn? Not like on your bike, but I like to ride those little I mean, bikes. I wasn't going to let you ride my bike, but. Why? You wreck it I all do. the time. I've watched you wreck it a hundred times out here. I had no idea until you posted you doing that the other day that that was you that oh you'd seen the video but you didn't realize didn't it know was, that was me you. yeah i've seen that well of course when it happened we saw that video a ton but i don't guess you and i were friends yet so i didn't that was like right as oh i guess we recorded the podcast a year after that huh? yeah it was two years ago right yeah yeah uh, yeah so i didn't know i mean i guess i knew you I, anyway i didn't know that was you and then you posted it the other day maybe mm -hmm. i had no idea yeah that bike's been good to me who picked that bike up? Who was that? That was smart enough to get up and pick the bike up. That there was the kid following me. That was nice of him. Yeah, it's a kid. He'll be here. He's from Nashville. He we went and rode some trails, and he had a GoPro on. He picked the bike up. I, I walked back over there, and I'm like, "Oh, sweet, you got it on film." And he's like, "No, I didn't." Oh. And I can see the GoPro blinking red, and I'm like, "Whatever." 
You give me my bike and I leave. Well, then he comes and finds me an hour later and he's like, hey, dude, I got it on video. I just didn't want to say that in front of the guy in case there was incriminating evidence oh, on there. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, you're so smart. Let's yeah, see Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. But I thought that was so nice he picked your bike up. It was. I forgot we were doing a podcast for a second. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you ever do that? Uh, do you ever have people forget they're on a podcast and then they just start talking mm, like nonsense? Yeah. I, I don't th- I think that's point. just what they say. They're like, man, will you get rid of that? I didn't know do we had a microphone. you ever get rid of things? Absolutely. Yeah. But do only you? when people talk shit about other people. Yeah, because you, you're like, not that kind of person. I yeah. You know... If I let you say that, then I got to, like, listen to their side. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not that I'm, like, a fair person, but... You just don't want to deal with the hassle. You know, the hassle's just a lot. And people would love it, too. Like, if I did, like, opinion stuff. Or yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I love listening to that shit, but, you know. You don't want to be that. Um, you know, this isn't fucking Dateline. What is it? It's Danger Dance Talk Shop. Mm. It's different every week. Uh you know, what's what, the elevator pitch of Danger Dan's talk show? Well, I don't even know what an elevator pitch is. That's like, give me the AI version of what Danger Dan's podcast is. That's that's what we should ask AI. I'm gonna ask him. Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, please do. Let's see. What what's is the, is it called Danger, Danger Dan's, Dan's Talk Shop? We might have to put Danger Dan's Talk Shop podcast just so that it, you know. What is Danger Dan's? I wonder if it can listen as fast as it can read the stuff that's on the internet. Because, you know, right now I think it just has to gather written information. Danger Dan's Talk Shop is a podcast hosted by Dan Canales. Is that how you say your last name? No. Do you want to read it out loud? My last name is Hard Dick. Oh. Danger Dan's Talk Shop is a podcast hosted by Dan Canales, also known as Danger Dan. Dan is a well-known figure in the off-road and motorsports community, and his podcast primarily focuses on those topics. It's still writing. This podcast features interviews with varying various guests, including drivers, mechanics, and other figures in off-road and racing worlds. The topics discussed can range from technical aspects of vehicles to no way to Loretta Lynn's oh. great-granddaughter oh. Taylor talking about kidding? how she uses me to communicate with her as a seven-year-old. Oh. <laughs> And I'm not her great granddaughter. Oh, what is it? Give me this. Yeah. I'm her granddaughter. <laughs> granddaughter. What is it really not the thing? No, it was. I just I just added. I was adding on. No, there. I know. The but... podcast has gained following among the off-road enthusiasts and those interested in motorsports. And has been praised for its in-depth and informative discussions. Ooh, like today. Wow, yeah. This today. Is today. Do you feel like today is gonna be one that they are like? You know, this one might put me on the map, you know? I feel like it will. Do you I... regret today's a little bit? Oh, I don't regret anything. Regret, regret anything. We do not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. But as far as information, do you feel like there's any information that, since you're an informative podcast, do you feel like we should give any information that we haven't yeah, given? Yeah, let's. Well, I would like to talk to you about your tour because last time we were here, so you were fixing to go out, you know, and hit the road. Yeah. How is it? It's I mean, amazing. We're doing like a hundred dates this year, which you know is like two hundred days gone, that's which is a insane. Lot. It's insane, but it's going really well. People are just... So what kind of venues are you playing? Um, well, we just did like 1,000-seater, 700, 500. We're somewhere anywhere between 400 and 1,000 seats. Uh, performing those are arts. my favorite size the venues. 1,000 is almost like a little bit... I kind of mm. like about 500. 
500 You know, because you can sort of still. And there's a lot of, you know, since, you know, 2020, there's been a lot of really nice venues that size that have popped up. Yes. Like where people are like, and because, you know, it's, people are starting to realize that you can, people would rather pay more and have a more intimate session. Yes. Than pay less and have a bunch of fucking people. Well, it's so, so true. entrepreneurs <laughs> have put in venues with like really good, like focusing on the sound that these places yeah. can do. In Fort Worth, there's a couple of them that, have, that are just, We love you know, Texas. That yeah. are great. And that used to be something that it was either a dive bar mm-hmm. that had a shitty PA or it was like, you know, Billy Bob's. And you got to do that, Smirnoff, right? You know? And Billy Bob's isn't really for us because we're sort of not just a concert we're kind of a musical too because well you know they have that i think you guys would do good on the the front stage right there where the dance floor is mm-hmm. and there's a seating section yeah that i played there with Meemaw before okay yeah. yeah well we talk so much like we tell stories about loretta and conway and like what they were like as grandparents and what their sort of their story was and so we do so it's almost like a musical as well as a, a concert So it's more intimate. Like we don't do as we do fairs, but we do better at like indoor kind of intimate. Yeah, place where people can sit down and be comfortable Mm -hmm. and really enjoy what you're saying. Yeah. So when you said you've been bringing up uh, the the David Allen Co. What's what's his name? I don't know. It's Mayhan Co. I don't bring up that I got the information from there. I just talk about how she's the most banned artist in country music. So it's now it's a part of my show. Then you play all the band songs. Yeah, yeah, like this city. (laughs) Well, I was sitting on the bed with Mima last summer, and this is like a story I tell. And and I said, well, two things. Sorry, my eyelashes are falling out. Fist City was obviously one of her most banned songs, and I said. You know, what is the real story behind Fist City? Because I've heard so many stories told. And and she said, you know, that's actually about the school bus driver that would bring the two twin girls home every day was trying to take my, you know, grandfather that was running this ranch. She was trying to pick him up all the time. I don't know if she succeeded or not. But she said, so one day she thought I was out on the road and she was bringing the twins home. And she went around the wall of the pool and Meemaw was sitting at the pool waiting for her, and the girl jumped over the wall of the pool to come get Paw Paw, get Paw Paw. And I said, what did you do? And she said, well, I beat the tarnation out of her. And I was like, <laughs> I thought this was all like a story kind of. And one of my twin aunts was sitting on the other side of me on the bed and was like, oh, mama was a scrapper back in the day. Oh. And so all these stories that Meemaw told about all these, you know, the pill, don't come home and drink with loving on your mind. Fist City. Um, I mean, her her work is an autobiography. In it's song all form. true. It's all. I guess I knew it was true, but I also thought, well, she wasn't really like taking women down, but she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the hillbilly in her back in the day. I mean, women were coming to get her man, and she was. Well, I'm sure it's hard to, you know, being a musician yourself, possibly writing music. You know, it, that's that's a tough thing to do, and to think that. She was doing it and just really just like telling stories as she saw them, and they were coming out in songs like that. It's like, yeah, nah, surely you had to make that part up for this, you know? Yeah, well, most I mean, people do. She said the pill, you know. She said when I found out about birth control, she was like, "It's the best news I ever had because I kept having babies and I couldn't figure out how to make it stop." Yeah, and then songs like "Ones on the Way," I couldn't figure out why the babies kept coming. So it was like, and then "Don't Come Home with Drinking." 
you know, Paul Paul to come home drinking, wanting to make love. I mean, like, mm -hmm. they, they were all just the truth all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So you tell these stories? I tell all these stories, yeah. I mean, I try not to get... If she's told me something that's personal, I don't tell that. But I do try to add in a lot of personal, like, maybe advice she's given me or, or time that we've spent together or... Like, that's a personal story, but I know that she's told that story before, so it's not like a secret that I'm telling, but maybe it hasn't yeah. been told in that way before, and so I think the fans... I mean, since her passing, have you started... Has there been anything else that's come out where you're like, all right, well, now that... No, because she was so bold and authentic, there's not anything that that she hasn't told, and yeah. if there's something that I have that's that I hold that's... Uh, sacred I wouldn't I would not tell that yeah, yeah. because I honor her so much so Beautiful. if there's if there's something that hasn't been told that means that that's pretty yeah close she let to, it all we out better there. not tell it you know <laughs> I mean of course there obviously there's stuff that that we you know just like you I mean I'm sure there's something that Katie knows that probably not everybody needs to know yeah probably my sister too yeah, so let's, you know, we probably just... It's probably on a hat, though, you know? I mean, I'm not saying it's not in a song. I'm just saying yeah. that I probably better not be the one that's telling it at one of my concerts to get paid for. Yeah. Because then my family will burn me alive. Yeah. So when you guys are out, you're doing like, uh, I don't know, do... So when you're, you know, it used to be you go on tour, you do like radio spots in the morning, or you do like a Today Show, but that's not really happening yeah. as much. Surely you do some podcasts while you're out there, right? Yeah, or you know what we What do, other promotion do you guys do? Let me tell you how we do it now, Dan. Okay. Um, we own our shows a lot of the times. So we do. We mix it up a little bit, actually. Um, we will rent the theaters a lot ourselves, and because so of you're the, your own promoter. Well, because of we're blessed enough to have our grandparents' names, mm -hmm. we're able to do a lot of Facebook ads ourselves and promote ourselves um, because we have them. We're blessed enough to have them. Um, and that really works out. And because you build on that, then you have more venues that are interested in you and see that you can do do the work. Yep. And then we have bigger venues like... You know, Renfro Valley's been really good to us. I mean, we do, you know, 1,500 here at the ranch, and then we just did 1,000 tickets in Shipshawana and all in, in Orange um, Blossom Opry down in Florida. So all of them kind of work together and go, okay, these guys can sell tickets, and then we sort of fill in the dates, and we do interviews and podcasts, and, and print works really well for us because our audience is probably in their 40s plus. Okay. You know, I mean... 40s I'm not really I'm Surely it's got to be getting younger too I mean because it, like it's starting to get younger I, That's, think, I well, feel like you know like Taylor Sheridan with Yellowstone yes. like the whole country western thing yes. is kind of you know We're and starting, country music mm -hmm. is kind of people like Paul Cawthon that are mm -hmm. like you know they're doing something different from the roots of country and once you get there you're gonna look back and you know they're gonna find you yeah I mean you know something that's happened I think with with us too is the grandmothers love Loretta Lynn and love Conway Twitty. And then they're bringing their daughters. And then the daughters are bringing their daughters. So you've got all these generations that are coming. And then something that's cool that's happened for me is that I haven't had these screaming ladies throwing panties on the stage for me. But now that I'm traveling with this dude that's like a handsome kind of Conway yeah. Twitty-esque guy, now I've got all these like women bras and panties, bras and panties, and I'm a girl's girl, so I'm like, bring on the panties, bring on the love for Trey. Like I yeah. love women, 
And so it's like this whole new thing the past couple of years that's really, it's so energetic and fun and... and so were you all doing this separately? Kind of the same thing we before? Start, he really wasn't doing music before. I've done this forever. I toured with Meemaw from the time I was 18 until she retired when she was 85. I've had record deals. I've had everything. He started singing really. He did a little bit with his dad, not Conway Twitty, but his dad, Michael Twenty, when like once a year. Okay. And then when we met, he started doing it, and he's been doing it full time. And he like, you know, now he's doing it all the time. And he's loving it. He's loving, loving it. it. I mean, he's you know working full time. We're making great money. You shouldn't talk about money, but I mean, it's successful. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just amazing. We're so blessed. I mean, I thank Mimo every day that I've been able to to do this. So you know. I travel a little bit. Yeah. I got a family back yeah. home. You're traveling. Like, how do you uh, how do you balance that? Like, are you doing weekends, or do you go out for a couple of weeks? Or are you doing a full two month? I think you know. I, think I mean, a hundred days—that's a lot. I know. I think that's the hardest thing. Our rule is sort of to do three weekends and like a Wednesday through a Sunday, and then one weekend off. But like in August, we're gonna do two and a half weeks gone doing yeah. Canada. So, you know, I mean, it's just... That's where I try and limit. I think I try and two weeks is the maximum yeah. away. Sometimes it bleeds over a little bit, but, you yeah. know. It's hard. I mean, it's the hardest thing, right? And, like, I'm a mom, and so I think as the mother, you know, it's kind of... You feel like you should be the main caregiver. Like, I think that's just inherent. Like, yeah. you feel like you're supposed to be the main caregiver. And my children... They look like they look like you're not around much. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say that. Yeah. Well, my kids are the same way. I know. And they, their mom's around a lot. I know. So. They love to remind me that I'm not around, too. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, we try to balance it. My husband is phenomenal. I mean, just like your wife. like It takes that, right? Like, it's not even you possible. You have to have, I mean, without a great partner, there's no way to make it work. Or your kids are just going to be like well like our kids are so I don't know I yeah. mean, <laughs> but they're beautiful kids like I they're know. they're great kids I mean I think our kids are cool I mean than I always lean on like well you know some of my favorite most successful people came from the most fucked up houses ever so you well, know I, I mean, you know they're gonna be fine no matter what all my people were around and I had you know a pretty gross childhood a lot of the times and everybody was there so I'm <laughs> maybe you're doing him a favor. I'm like, I'm leaving. just gonna step out. Yeah. So I mean, when I am home, I'm so present. So that's all I can do. Yeah. That's... I mean, and the cool thing about mine is that I'm carrying on this family legacy, and I get to do stuff like sit here with you and host at our family ranch, and and really care about what we're doing, and I get to hand it to my boys, and my boys get to be with your boys spending the weekend outdoors at this creek and they get to learn about outdoor activities. And, when, and you live, this is obviously a, a different environment, but it's similar to mine because I live on a, a ranch Yeah. where it's not just us, you know, my wife's family's there. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's not not to take away from what my wife does, but I lean on the whole family, you yeah. know? Yeah, my you have sister, to. my dad, you know, my, my in-laws. And Do they live there too? Close. Yeah. You know, my sister's not, she's, She's she's a ways away, but we lean on her a lot, yeah. you know. Yeah. And she leans on the kids while they're there, you know. She just puts them to work, which I, I think wait. is great. That's you know? perfect. Uh, but it is, you know, it's a tough thing to balance, and I do, 
you know, I'm always curious because I just want to do it as good as I can. So I know, and we're gonna mess up, and we have to just let that go. Yeah, I, I'm constantly. I lay when I'm gone, I lay awake just going. I know, I know that I'm I'm doing something wrong, but what can you do? I mean, yeah. you either live it or not. That's it. That's kind of have to go it. all in or not to be successful. Can't I found that in this work that we do, which is different but the same. You're either all in and you're successful or you can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I I also think that, like, if I'm not, if I'm, like, half-ass riding my bike through fucking foreign countries, that's when I'm going to get killed. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah. got to, like, it's got to be, I got to be all in, yeah. you know, all the time. And I think that that's just a, you know, it's, it, that's just how you got to be. I don't really know any other way, honestly. Well, it's the mentality of it, too. Like, you know if you're there and this is your job and this is what you're doing and this is, like, your life and your livelihood, then then your, your whole heart is there when you're doing that. When I think, okay, well, this is sort of my plan B and, and I can kind of do this, but then I'm going to go home next week and I'll kind of do this, then you're right. Like what you said, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably not going to die singing a Loretta Lynn song, but, I mean... I'm going to lose it, probably. No, my sister-in-law told me a few years ago when I was, you know, still working full-time and just talking to people and putting it out there and doing my T-shirt gig, she was like, it's always going to be a side hustle if you treat it as one, Mm -hmm. you know? And it wasn't long after that, I just quit everything else and was just like, all right, fucking let's do this. Yeah. And here we are. And look at you now. Here we are. Look at us. Back here behind the game room. So what's on the plan today? Today is Wednesday. I think the real, like, scheduled events are tomorrow. Yeah, I actually have to figure out what the scheduled events are so I can show up to all of them. I'll probably just follow you around, see where you're riding your bike. Come on. Is that guy in that black and white tube top going to be here today? You're going to need a faster vehicle than that Subaru, you know? Like, (laughs) what's that thing filled with granolas and shit? Who did you get that from? Well, I decided that um, I would get it because it would make me seem kind of granola, you know? And now I'm done with it. I'm going to trade it in. Get a big truck? Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah. I'm trading it in. I'm done. Oh, you need a big, like, a truck from the 90s out here. I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. Now, I got to travel to it. I got the Subaru because I travel with it all the time. Cause Where do you I, travel to? I will take You don't my, take that on tour, do yes, you? Yes, I do. When I take the kids, the band does not want to travel with the kids. So oh, I take the kids. Yeah, hell yeah, they don't. Our, it's two years old. It has 75,000 miles on it. up. Is you bringing kids along. Yeah, so they're like, <laughs> you can bring one, but you're not bringing them both. So uh, I take the kids. I'm like driving the old no suits. No way you take the kids on tour. That's awesome. I love them. That's awesome. They're my babies. Yeah. If we homeschool them, where do you think they're going to be schooling? In the back of that Subaru. Nice. Two years old, 75,000 miles on that Subaru. Wow. That's why I got it. You put some miles on that thing. I got to get rid of it. It's making me tired. Well, Subarus have, like, the best resale value of any vehicle Good, out cause there. Good, because about to be resold. <laughs> it's done. I'm done with it. Well, what's, what are you going to get? What's, what's the uh, I really, what's well, the I dream wanted a Bronco, rig to do that? but I heard bad things about the Bronco. What's well, a Ford. Yeah, of course you did. Okay, well, what am I going to get? I don't want a 90s truck. I want something that I can travel with everywhere. A Suburban. Isn't that going to be kind of big to park, park all the where? time? Everywhere. No, it's a Suburban. They're everywhere already. I mean, you are a girl, and we are talking about driving. So, yeah, maybe that is a bit much. A medium. I need one a little bit smaller. <laughs> like, uh, oh, the, like a Jeep Cherokee. I love those. Yeah. I'll the, get that. The, good, the new ones are fast as fuck, dude. Okay, then I'll get that. Yeah. Can I trade the Subaru in for a Jeep Cherokee? I, I know a guy. 
Will he take the Subaru? He'll take whatever you want to give him. And he's going to give me a bad deal, I'm sure, but I don't even care. No. That was my dad. Sells Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge. Well, I got to go to Texas? No problem. Come on. <laughs> Come to Texas. Dan's dad, please don't give me a terrible deal. A oh, bad deal is, I mean, I'll probably take it. I don't even care. I took my brothers out to lunch the other day, and, uh, you know, fucking randomly, he just walks in the door. And uh, so we, him, and, him and my brother, both, they were taking lunch break. So we eat lunch, and we're hanging out. My buddy Snake, I don't know where Snake walks up. Snake lives in California, but he's been working in Texas uh, shooting TV shows, with Taylor Sheridan stuff. And he was like, hey, I got the sound studios right around the corner, you know? After you guys get done eating, come check it out. So next thing you know, we're over there walking around this giant place with, like, they were they were filming the Bass Reeves show that's coming out. Bass Reeves is a black Texas ranger. Okay. Like, a, based on a true story. Well, I yeah. didn't know it. The day before, my kids had listened to a podcast about Bass Reeves. So they started asking him all these questions about Bass so Reeves live. And he was like, hey, guys, the show hasn't come out yet. Like, I don't, this, you must be talking about a different show, you know? They're like, No. We know about Bass Reeves, you know? They loved it. It was fucking great. Wait, yeah. your dad was on a soundstage, but he's a car salesman? Well, my buddy, Snake, was oh. working the soundstage, and he, he took us all on a Wait tour. Wait a minute. How, I thought we were talking about your dad. Well, yeah, and then you I moved saw my dad the other day, and I was just telling you what we did the other day when we had lunch. You said you were at dinner. You said I was at, at lunch, lunch with my brothers. I was at lunch with my kids, and then my dad and brother just randomly walked in. And then you said, and then we walked over to a soundstage. Yep, yeah, because my buddy Snake randomly showed up. I too. got it. You know, a bunch of things happened. <laughs> I know. I I have ADD too, huh? <laughs> I got there, but I thought your daddy was working on the soundstage. No, no. He just enjoys that shit. I do too, you know. I wish I would have been there. Then I would have. Come to Texas. I. Where do you guys play when you come to DFW? Well, we remember last time, right after we saw y'all, Mm-hmm. We called you guys because we were coming right through there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're coming to Gale, Texas. Is that anywhere near you? I don't know where Gale, Texas I'm is. I'm coming to a wedding in Dallas, and we're going to go to the stockyards. How far is that from Weatherford? Mm, it's the stockyard. Yeah, 45 minutes. We're just going to come see you all. Yeah, come out to the farm. I don't think you wanted us to come last time. I think you were. I'm not going to text you anymore. I think that I was not there. I think you might be the worst person to communicate with. Thank you. I mean, don't you feel like on text? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like in person you're great, but like on text, don't you feel like it's maybe not like your strong suit? Yeah, by design. But if you want to text, you're great at it. Yeah, I mean, I'm great at everything. Oh. Except for communicating by text. But like you have texted a lot of stuff. But, like, if I'm asking you a lot of questions... Well, you, you know, questions... So you don't like to answer questions. In any questions. form, you know? I'm like... What do you think that's about? Like, you don't like to answer questions? Not that I don't like to, but... You know, I guess I'm a real judgy person, you know? And I'm like, that is that really the question that they're going to ask me right now? I'm not answering that. That doesn't need to be answered. <laughs> it's like a need-to-know thing, you know? I'm like... <laughs> they're, asking, they're, they're not even... So you really hate a, a hassle. You, no, no. You don't like to hassle. waste your brain time. There we go. Yeah, it's just yeah. There's, there you go. Gosh, I was like, you know, I could, I could dive into that conversation you were trying to text me earlier, or I could just wait till you show up. Like I saw the bottom, you'll be there at nine fifteen. I'm like, all right, we'll talk. Yeah, about we'll all talk about it when you get here. Yeah.
It's, it's just, this is a more effective way. Yeah, to and I almost just didn't. And I know we've already gone over this, but I think find this interesting. <clears throat> I almost didn't text you because I thought he knows I'll show up somewhere at some point, and he probably doesn't really care. Well, here's the other thing: is is you said you were going to be there at eight fifteen. And I texted you to say, oh, I forgot I had my I sober call. I and I wanted you to know that I wasn't flaking on you. I just wanted you to know I was going to be a little bit late. Because yeah. I didn't want you to think that I didn't care. Oh, I never would think that. I know you care. Okay. You got caring just written all just over you. Oozing right out just oozing out of my pores. oozing out. I do care. Yeah. I care about you. I care about this. That's why this is working so well. Yeah. It really is. Caring matters. So um, you and Jay Allen, the I big... The big MC. So I, I, I have never met Jay Allen. Isn't he? Well, you met him now. Until this year. I met, Last year. met him in Bisbee. No. This year. Isn't he the greatest? I didn't meet him here. I never met him here. Why? I don't know, because you're always talking to me, and I, you know, I didn't have time to... No, I, did, I just... I don't know. Did you like him? Love him. We got to see his place. He was the sweetest dude. He was like, you know, told some great stories. He was just very... He was He's awesome. He's a doll. Yeah, he really is. Have you ever thought about hosting these gigs? Yeah, I've been asked to do things like that. But you don't want to? I'm real good at saying no. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. I like to do this. I'm trying to figure out how to do this at these events without like, you know, here's the deal. A lot of people show up and they're like, if, you, if Taylor Lynn spends five seconds saying hello and saying thank you for coming, that makes their day, right? In person. Mm -hmm. So for me to like take you away from this place where a lot of people travel, like I always kind of feel like this is not a good way to, you know, to do the podcast. But I've been changing my ways or thinking differently, mainly so I can like not be away from home as much. Like mm -hmm. if I'm going to go to these events instead of just hanging out and meeting people to possibly have on the show in the future, which was always the goal mm -hmm. in coming to these events. Now I'm like, nah, I got to, if I'm going to be away from home, I got to do this. So. Where, where was I going with that? I don't know. Jay Allen is really sweet, and I do think you oh, should do more events. hosting. Yeah. Hosting events. That's what you asked me about. I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to do that. You, you know? don't want to get up on stage and, I like, host. I do not. I've yeah. So here recently I've done a couple of MC things, yeah. like giving away awards, doing a Kickstarter competition, yeah. and I just start sweating. It's not your thing. Angry. I'm like, and people are like, well, you do this all the time. And I'm like, no, no, no. The but way I do deal. it, it's like, yeah. Look, You're just is, doing your thing. Yeah, there's nobody here. Yeah, there's and yeah, there's no audience. I mean, even when I was playing music, I you know I get well, you were playing so music. nervous yes. on stage. Like I still do. Like, well, yeah. I don't get nervous too, but I like having a partner. Yeah. Maybe if you had a partner, it would feel different. Yeah, like maybe like the color commentator and the play-by-play -play guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That good. That team. <laughs> Jay Allen is so, so, I love hosting with Jay. So have you done it with him before or is this like? This is this, our third year. Okay, but just great, here. Here's the great news about us hosting together is that he knows everything about all these things that y'all do. Yeah, he's and the play-by-play -play guy. You're the color person. Yeah, and so I just add all the colors, yeah. yeah. And I mean, he has a lot of color, but he has all the information. He is a very knowledgeable person. He knows everything and he's been doing it for so long. So I got to come clean with you. I have never seen you do any of that. What are you doing at night? You never come up there? I don't, I've seen one show and I, I, it, it made me so confused. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, I'm just being honest. I've, been, you, here, yeah. I've been here every year. Okay. What I came you? up in here for one show, one night. And it, and, and it was my mistake to even come up during that. What was it? It was Yellow Wolf. And I was just like, what in the fuck is this? I... But... That being said, I have not seen you work. I plan to see that this year. I am going to... I was already gone that night before... (laughs) (laughs) Before Yellow Wolf came on. Um, People really love him, right? Well, they were all great. I mean, you could tell that these were talented motherfuckers. Dude, they love... is Is he not one person... Is it a group? There no, there was like a there was a I mean, multiple a, people. Yeah, I mean people. And they were great. People love the sound. I was like, oh, that's honestly when I was like, fuck, I'm getting old. I don't even understand this. I I don't know that Yellow Wolf is for this environment necessarily. I think that's a very that's, very I, bold and strong correct statement. I think that that's just. From somebody who lives here, I think people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They and he is well loved, and I mean I think he's cool and and hot and all the things, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know that that was just like the best fit for some of the people here and some of and some of the vibe. Yeah. You know, I think more of a rootsy approach. Well, you got to try some things out like that. I get you, you know. do, and I mean that place was packed that night. I mean it was packed that night, and and the people that were loving it loved it. But I think for this event, more of a a rootsy thing, you know, a vibey thing is more of what goes hand in hand with what we're doing. You know, my favorite concert out here was the first year with Mountain Sprout down there at the campfire. You know, the first year was just, I think we were all, it was all new. We were all just like, there was how many of I mean, there were so few of us. It was the us, people right? that worked. I mean, it was. It was all the people I see at events, or the people that were here were people I've seen at events, but are always busy doing yeah. their work, and I never get to hang with them. Okay. That first year, it was like, there's nobody else here. We just get to hang out. It was know? so fun. I mean, the hillbilly Hooligans had the oh, track yeah, you're over there. Oh, hanging on to Beaner and that oh freaking sidecar. All I did was stay car. on that thing. I never got <laughs> off of that track the whole time we were there. I think my baby was like two and on the front of the, those little motorcycles the whole time. I mean, I never got off that track. It was so fun. And I mean, I think that we carry that feeling throughout. But Absolutely. It, um, I fell in love that year because I thought, you know, I had always seen stuff on TV Bunch or whatever. leather cladded Harley. I was scared. Yeah, bikers. I was like, we're fixing to all get stabbed we're up in here. With guns. Yeah. Screen nothing but shootouts. Yeah, I was excited. I was like, this is gonna be what we fixing to get up in here. Like I told you, I'm a recovering addict, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I'm ready for it. Whatever yeah. you got, bring it. I'm here for it, <laughs> Yellow oh, Wolf. Oh yeah. But it was not like that. You know, I, I'm the one that started saying. Bring your families to all, you know, everything that was online. They yeah. weren't saying that that first no, year. No, Buck was like, hey, I don't know if this is like a kid thing. Yeah, you know? I mean, they I'm were like, at Buck, first. I'm bringing my kids. Yeah. And at- finally he came around. He was like, well, you know what, Dan, you know, 
who's going to go to these things after we're gone, you know? Yeah. We got to show the kids. And I'm yeah. like, that's fucking right, we do. They, at first, when I started saying it, because I would just hop on live. You know, I, I'm always, I'm admin on all these things. I just start saying whatever. <laughs> and then I get in trouble after. And at first, yeah, just like what you're saying, Buck was like, they didn't know. Like, are we going to start saying it's kid-friendly? And yeah. I'm like, Wait, but it I is. I get it because... You, know, you don't want it to be like... You don't want to be able to be like, well, you can't go there and have fun because yeah. there's fucking kids running around. Listen, Cheryl's still going to show her ass, oh, but yeah. they're going to be eating cotton candy beside her. So if you don't want your kid to see Cheryl Ann's ass, then this ain't the place for your kid. Oh, yeah. It just depends on what kind of kids you got, really. Yeah, if you got pussies or if you got like yeah. fucking... Our kids. Yeah. I mean, that's Feral. that's up to you. I think we should just send them off into the woods. Tonight. That's what we're doing tonight. And, and give them like a rendezvous point on Sunday. I don't care what they do, honestly. I mean, I the kids were packing their pocket knives and everything, so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> packing their pocket knives. They take their pocket knives to Catholic school? They leave all that in the car. That's good. That's um, good. They were getting, I mean, for some reason, True had like his antlers. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. You have to make them empty their pockets before they go in? They like, do. They just empty them. They, they know. know. They're, he, they're packing their hides. I don't know what they're doing. They got plans. <laughs> they got plans. Okay, so what are you looking forward to most this week? Um, well, you know, we had so much fun at Climb Hill last year. Climb Hill? Yeah, isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Why are you laughing? <laughs> At the hill climb. At the hill, hill climb. climb. Hill climb. You switch them around. You're, Is it called great. hill climb? It's not called climb hill. <laughs> unless, unless that's the name of that hill is climb. I think Carrie's been making me say climb hill on the story. Oh, I would listen to Carrie. I think we should listen to you. <laughs> probably. That was my favorite thing last it year of all time. It. Yeah. Was it your favorite thing? No. Last year was, yeah, I had, no, I had a great time over there. I don't, I guess because I hadn't done it before, really. Like, I hadn't spent a lot of time over there. And it was so fun. Everybody was, like, on top of their cars, and it was just so fun. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about, like you said, Paul Cawthon and Nikki Lane. I'm excited about the music. I guess you're not going to show up down there, but that's cool. The Fist City track, I love watching that. I got to figure out what everybody's doing over there. It's a real situation. Well, there's a lot going on. I'm hosting, you know, with the Remnant Sons. I do church, but I hadn't, I didn't show up last year, so this year I think I'll show up. Oh, yeah, see if they'll forgive you. I, I mean, I'm not worried about being forgiven, but, you know, it's kind of uh, like a sober meeting mixed with, and there was a, you know, there were a couple people last year that were struggling, and mm-hmm. and we kind of were able to make them feel a little bit better. So oh, if, that's good. if anybody's looking for that, it's always good to be, a sober person that's like, I got you. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And then I love being in the crate. You know, I love everybody in the crate. That's going to happen today. It has to. Okay. Well, um, so if anybody wants to come see you on tour, are where, you even going to put look? this up anywhere? You said you weren't even going to put well, it up. I mean, I got to run it by my people. Run it by your people. I got to see uh, if they can do Twitty and okay. has all of our dates. Twittyandlynn.com. Twittyandlynn.com. When do you hit the road again? We leave Wednesday. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Where to? Clarksburg, West Virginia. That wedding, everybody was from Clarksburg, West Virginia yesterday. Oh, RJ yeah. Powell, I guess that's, that's right. where they're they're from around there. Yeah. So they're so, all coming. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. That is awesome. Yeah. 
We're there. I'm gonna to have like, to check out the calendar and see where it lines up with mine on my travels. That would be so fun. Yeah. You could sing something you don't want to, or play, or whatever it is you do. Whatever it is you do. Yeah, Danimals. Do you ever call yourself like Danimals, like Danimal Cracker? Smacky. Hear those birds? <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it. All right, I'm gonna go get some more caffeine. Hey, I got some for you. What you got? Hey. Oh, let me have, thanks a lot. Thank you. I brought that for you. Thank you, you're a good friend. Look at these guys, keep, they keep riding by me. They're like, is he gonna come ride with us or not? Are these your friends? You don't wear that outfit, do you? <laughs> I can't wait till they're like, was she talking about us? <laughs> no. Are you supposed yes, to? Yes, Justin, she was talking Is about you. Is that Justin? You. Yeah. Yeah, I love that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Justin about that yesterday. And because uh, he listened to the podcast. Is this really this guy? Yeah. I I'm going to get one. He was the guy at the front. Yeah, I'm going to get one, obviously. <laughs> Where did he get it? Appleton Harley. I'm going to go buy one, obviously. I want one for Fist City Track. So I was talking to him. Do you was... wear one? Hear me out. Okay, just yes or no. I was yes talking no? to one of the guys that designed that bike, a guy named Brad Richards. Okay, right. Brad. And, uh, you know, we were, Brad referred to him as the Gore-Tex Vortex, you know. I called them the Power Rangers, right? And, you know, typically they ride BMWs and KTMs. Well, now Harley has this bike that's, you know, that people, you know, might mm -hmm. want to wear some yeah, of that Yeah, of stuff. course. It looks good. And, uh, but we were still referring to them as the Gore-Tex Vortex. And, and Justin was like. To their face? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Just like you did a second ago. They were riding by with their helmets on. <laughs> with their modular helmets on. <laughs> Flipped up. They look great. Are they your friends? Yeah. They just... love you. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, they love you. Where was I going? Oh, he was talking about how now that there's Harley riders okay. that are going to appreciate that kind of gear. Mm -hmm. They're going to come out with gear that's, that's just functional, that just doesn't look as queer. I mean, oh, you know. Gore-Tex, Gore-Tex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting that's thought. That's cool. Maybe you'll I wear that. doubt it. This is my gear. Look. It looks good. I mean. It doesn't protect you at all. Why are they, this is a serious question. Because okay. you're enlightening me. Why do they wear that? For protection? We should get him over here and ask him. Jesus God. <laughs> That's if they if so they So for have, protection? Mm -hmm. And it's like it's waterproof, right? And like it's there's right. vents there, on it, you know, like they like you can unzip here and unzip back there and then wind like flows through you. And then if you fall down, it protects your arms it and it keeps stuff. you from getting road rash maybe so people will go and they'll be like i really want this bike and i really want to feel i want to get all the bells and whistles with my outfit well here's the deal i think it's the kind of person that has ridden adventure bikes or dirt bikes they're, you know That's they're you. more like uh no they're more they're more uh what do you call it they're more uh they're more worried about like is it functional Mm -hmm. Or when you get a Harley, you're not buying a Harley because it's the fastest bike. Yeah. Or you're buying a Harley because it's fucking cool. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because they are. They're fucking cool. They're amazing. So like when you buy your clothes, you're looking at fucking cool clothes. Yeah. Right? Well, the guys that are buying the dirt bikes are like, you know, 
what's the fucking RPM yeah. limiter? Well, mm -hmm. How much horsepower does it cool down? Does it have a fan, mm -hmm. you know, or the tire, whatever. I need gear that like, is it gonna cool me off? Is it gonna keep me dry? Is it gonna mm -hmm. keep me protect? You know, they're, they're just, that's how they're I oriented. So when people come to this event, you do, you see that, that totally different type of, you see like all the different types, the guys with the Gore-Tex Vortex mm -hmm. and there's tons of them. Mm -hmm. And then you see what you would call yourself as an adventure rider. Is that what you're called? Uh, I mean, what did the thing say a minute ago? AI said I was like a is it bad to title yourself off-road enthusiast? You call yourself an off-road enthusiast. That's what AI called me. Remember? Okay, you're an off-road enthusiast. Thank you. Okay, so Dan is an off-road enthusiast, and so is those guys would be considered adventure riders. That was adventure riding gear. They're adventure riders. You're an off-road enthusiast. I'm an adventure rider. What are they? <laughs> I know it's confusing. What are they? They, oh, the ones that just rode by yeah. here, the Gore-Tex Vortex, adventure riders. Those on their adventure bikes, which are Pan America. And you're an outdoor enthusiast. I ride, all my bikes are adventure bikes. So you're doing a thing right now. I'm just being serious. Okay, but you're saying the same thing about Gore-Tex Vortex as you are yourself. No, I'm purpose? just saying that I ride the same things they do. I just don't dress up like a Power Ranger. Oh, you have the same bike they do? Yeah. You do? Yeah, one right out there. It's the same thing they have. Yeah. But you do it different. I, I do everything different. Haven't you noticed? Yes. So do you, so, and then these guys, like, I know you're ready to go, and you can just cut no, all no, this no, off. No, this is getting This is good. interesting. This is to, getting because good. I can't ask any of these questions because everybody thinks I'm so stupid. No, ask away. So, like, the guys like Jason Elam and, and Darren, those guys, you know, that do the hillbilly hooligans and stuff, mm -hmm. and then they get out there, and, and you're with them, too, and then Beaner and those guys that do the, the track, not the Fifth City track, but the other track where everybody's just kind of racing around and being crazy and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, what's that? That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. I want everybody to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want everything to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Completely. I just, I wish everything was that. Yeah, but I, I mean, really, I think that the whole event should just revolve around that track out there. Everything. The stage should be out there. Yeah. You know, the bike should be out there. Yeah. There should be constantly people going in circles. Yeah. Falling down, running into hay bales. That. I Fall mean, most big events, most big rallies like Sturgis, Laconia, Bike Week in Daytona, those all started because of a track like that. Mm -hmm. That's That's why they're there. Mm -hmm. You know, they first it was a race, the racers are showing, and people were like, well, let's go ride our bikes to this race. And then so many people would show up that the city was like, you guys can't fucking race anymore. And then companies like Harley were like, wait a second, these people are using, they're buying our motorcycles and riding to this thing to do whatever it is they're doing, racing. Yeah. They're like, hey, we'll give you some money, we'll help, we'll help make this to where it's not a big problem, and then those rallies grow into what they are. Mm -hmm. So... That's at the heart of it. I think what's been at the heart of this is that track and Bill Dodge's show. Mm -hmm. You know, the choppers. Because one thing about choppers is the Gore-Tex Vortex, the hog members, the chopper guys, the racers. Everybody appreciates a hand-built chopper. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was just an adventure rally, the dudes on choppers wouldn't be showing up. The hog members wouldn't be showing up. The racers wouldn't be showing up. But they but show all up. types of motorcycle riders enjoy choppers and racing. Because they love to see the art of that. 
everybody can appreciate, you know, the hand craftsmanship that goes into the Like bikes. they really love to see it and feel it and be a part of that craftsmanship. Because mm -hmm. I mean, people are crying over there. Mm -hmm. Bill Dodge loved to cry. He is such an emotional man. What a sweetheart. Is he yeah. like the sweetest? He kept it together doing the wedding yesterday. No, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He was crying. <laughs> I guess I was sitting too far back. I love him so much. I fell in love with him the first year with Rhett Rotten. I fell in love with both of them with my whole heart and soul. It's good. Do you love Rhett Rotten? Do you know him? Love's a strong word, and I love Rhett Rotten. I love him. Do you understand me? Yeah. I love him. I don't care what he does. I love the Ives Brothers, too. I love them, too. I'm not talking about the Wall of Death. I'm just talking about... Rhett. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I love the Ives Brothers. I'm not talking about the Wall of Death. I'm talking about Rhett, soul to soul, as a person. I just love him. Not... It, regardless of the Wall of Death. The Ives Brothers are crazy as hell, and I love them in their Wall of Death, and I think they're perfect for this event. Mm -hmm. I just love Rhett. I just think he's an amazing person. And I just remember him because the first year that we had the event here... We had church down here, and it was just me, like, with a reading about sobriety and something about Jesus. And was that the year that Bill's thing flooded or whatever? Ha something happened to his... Oh, his shop was flooded, yeah. Yeah, and he was, like, sobbing, and Rhett was sobbing because he was struggling. I mean, everybody was, like, everything was happening, and it was so beautiful, and it, there was hope, and it was just a gorgeous day. I mean, it was wonderful. I'm glad I shared that on the podcast. But I mean, I, they're open about that. I mean, they're they're wonderful people. Yeah. No, I have to take that out. Yeah, take sure. that out. I'll go take care of it in post. Promise? No. Is it too much, do you think? No, I mean, it really, it, it was a beautiful time. I remember both of them talking about that, you know, like how. Yeah, I mean, I think they would be open about the, that. The event, the timing of it, you know, I mean, it took a lot for both of them to get here that year. Yeah. Like, it wasn't easy to you know, it's never easy to drive across country with all your shit, yeah. you know, especially like leaving your shop behind that's not even functional yeah. at this point, you know, and coming here and then receiving the love and the support that he got when he was here. Like that was a very, very, very beautiful weekend. It was. You know. And so now every time I see him, I mean, I, I all of that to say that's just what this weekend always means to me. It's not... When you brought that up, there's just something that goes into these guys building this chopper. It's all heart. Yep. You know, and, and everybody he's, gets it. Yeah. Everybody appreciates it. So I it. get what you're saying. I just was bringing up something yeah. to relate to it from someone who does not know how to build a chopper. Yeah, you see it though. It yeah, comes out in every every other thing it, they do. It does. I mean, you, they're artists. And people, you know, Bill's been doing this for a long time, and he has the respect of a lot of builders from yeah. across this whole fucking planet, you know. Can you build a, anything? Uh, you know, I, I I don't really, you know. Brian Helm, he's been here every year. You know him? Do you like him? Well, you know, I'm still, you know, he's still proving himself. No, Brian Helm, he came down to Ecuador with me this year. He did? Or was it this year? No, it was last at the end of last year, and it was awesome. I He's mean, great. Put him on a bike that was too tall, didn't even have any gears, and I was like, try and keep up, and he did. Could he? He did. He I'm glad he knows up. how to ride. You he didn't here. keep the bike up, but he stayed behind me most of the time. He's been here every year, haven't you, Brian? Yeah. Since the beginning. I remember. 
Yeah, I remember every year. Well, any how? more brain busters? Let me get Justin over here so we can really ask him why he wears those clothes. I will ask him everything <laughs> if he comes over here. Well, it's interesting. And then, so hold on. Okay, so the Fifth City track. Carrie's gonna kill me if she listens to all this, but it's fine. I mean, other people can learn too, like idiots yeah, no, like no. me. No, no, this is good. This is good. So the Fifth City track is a race. I mean, there is some confusion there. To you as well? Absolutely. What is it? Because it used to be the hooligan track, and I understand now Harley does the Fifth City track, right? Which is great, right? Is that right? Harley is the Fifth City track? I'll just go ahead and stop it here. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, the way I've seen it happen, you know, Darren, the Hawk brothers come out, they brought a bunch of toys. Yeah. Let people come out on the track, ride whatever they want around the place. And uh, here. I'm sorry. I got the cushion one. Swap. It's fine. Is, is that bad? Come you on, swap me. Okay. I'm doing that to you the whole time. Well, oh, it just started. Awful. What an asshole I am. Uh, so it started off the Hillbilly Hooligan track, and we were riding whatever we, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. And then people wanted to come race their hooligan bikes. Mm -hmm. And then they brought out, I can't remember the guy's name, dude with, tall dude with red hair. Uh, and T-Bone. What's his name? T-Bone Jones. His name isn't T-Bone Jones. His name's Well, the other, the other guy. Colby. 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 Colby's so sweet. Yeah. And. Uh, I love Colby. Where was I going with this? Yeah, and he and he did the Fist oh, City Oh, so the, yeah, then they named it the Fist City Hooligan. And it's the same track. But now it's a had, race. Well, we were racing before, kind of. I know, but now it's different because people get all lined up and everything. Yeah, but not anymore. I mean, they're not doing that this year. They're not? No. What are they doing? I should start being on the... They're just going around in circles. I should... I should have had you, I should have had you early meetings. on. I never go. I should have had you early on. That way people could, like, you know, get this information ahead of time and know what was going on. Especially me. They have Monday morning meetings I'm supposed to be on all year long, and I skip them every time. Uh, you're busy, right? I mean, I am kind of busy. Yeah. And all I need to do is really host when I get here. Yeah, yeah. They're all of them. I'll get cussed out for sure after this uh, mm -hmm. after this podcast. <laughs> They'll be yeah, like, they're going to be like, Dan, we're, you got to run these bias now. I'm really going to have people after this one. I like, think this gotta, will be great, though, don't uh, you? People got questions just like you. I got you questions. Know? And this is the only time I'm going to let you ask these questions. I know. <laughs> He doesn't let me ask any questions. Okay. Okay, next. Let oh, me think of it. More. More oh, okay, that guy that's in the black and white outfit last year. Black and white. Oh, Josh. Josh, with that thing on his head. He was, what an interesting character. I bet you were glad he wore that outfit, and then Danger Dan had his outfit on next to him. Because that made for some great photography. I love how these are outfits. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, like, you guys, the characters that are for, what, what's his story? Um, is he, what's, You should ask him. Where is he? Not here. Is he an outdoor enthusiast? He is a motorcycle enthusiast. A vintage motorcycle enthusiast. That's what he looks like. Yeah. 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 He is a ripper, too. My friend actually is working on a, 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 a video about Josh. I don't think it's out yet. He My didn't friend, say a word. 
Yeah, Josh, no, he just rips. I tried to be so nice to him, he did not want to have a thing to do with really? me. Were you asking him questions? No. You were asking him questions. No, I was you? trying you to say. You were asking him questions. I wasn't, I was trying to say hi. What, you were trying to? Yeah, but he did, He wouldn't give me anything back, Josh. If you well, hear me now. You're intimidating, you know? He no, probably came no, up I'm and started so yelling nice. at him and <laughs> fucking asking questions. What's up with the stripes? You just got out of jail? <laughs> I'm sure it was really nice. He was intimidating with that outfit on. When you call him a ripper, that's what he's, yes. Yeah, he's a ripper. I don't even know what that means. You know what's funny? Me and him were doing donuts down here by the village barn. Yeah. And they were like, you guys can't fucking do this. You know, stop, get out of here. So we stopped. And then somebody came up and they're like, hey, we work with the event and we got a camera down here now. Can you guys do some more of those donuts? See, they love it. So we can film it. Hey, I have a question. I just figured it out. They love it. Here's a question. How come last year I was Facebook living mm -hmm. the burnouts? There is a real, that's a really, what's that word called? Polarizing this burnout situation. People either hate it or they love it. Why? Well, some people are fucking lame motherfuckers. Yeah, they hate it. Yeah, those people. We don't want to be friends with forget them. Forget them. They're not outdoor enthusiasts like this we are. This isn't for them. They... They do you like burnouts? That's it is a real so question. fun, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm so scared that that stuff's gonna go into my face. I'm gonna die. What like, stuff? If something's gonna pop off that tire and hit me right in the face. Yeah, well, don't stand back there. No, you can't. I mean, will. I'm trying to film, so I got to be on top. Oh. If Jay's gonna be up there, do you MC that? Yeah. Well, Jay took over because I was too scared, but I'll just stand right behind him. Yeah. With my video camera behind uh -huh. his shoulder, because wherever he is. Have you done is, on a burnout before? I mean, I'm at the burnouts. You never been on the bike while it's doing a burnout? I'm not going to do that. No, there's two seats on those things. No, I'm not going to do that. Why not? I'm thinking. Sorry. I was thinking uh, if. I, we're letting you think. I know. We're I, even interrupting your thinking. I just don't know if I'm ready for it. Okay. I don't know. Have you done a burnout, Brian? No, I'm innocent. Yeah, but I bet you've done a lot of burnouts, haven't you? Are you sad about your tire when it's gone? I mean, that's the main reason I don't do burnouts. Yeah, because, I mean, then it's gone. Yeah, I love it when other people do them, though. It's great. I can't believe it. We were in Mexico last week, and they're fucking every single person, they were rolling down the main street, and they just fucking, there was this one spot right in the middle of everything. They would just light it up, I, fucking smoke going everywhere, back in, spinning yeah. around. Some people are yelling in fear and, you know, anger, and then some people are yelling because they fucking love it. Yeah, so some people were yelling in fear and anger. Yeah. Yeah, I like think her well, name was, I think it was Ta Ta Taylor. Yeah, her name was Taylor. Yeah. Well, remember down here when we did it last year in front of the speed shack? Mm -hmm. Were you down there or not? Yes or no? Was it you? It wasn't me, no. Were you there? I, mean, I was down there, yes. Yeah, that was, that was Muskrat and Cody. Okay, people loved that, but some people were mad down there too. Really? Yeah. I liked it better when they did when they do it at each other because you could run into each other and maybe pop up and get oh, hurt. Yeah. The idea of that is exhilarating. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I want to happen. So they do, you know, Baker. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's Baker's name? Bert. Bert Baker has a company that builds transmissions. Baker's Baker's transmissions, mm -hmm. and he does a thing called the Baker Burnout Drags, where it's like. You race to get to fifth gear or fourth gear, whatever mm -hmm. you've got while you're doing a burnout against the guy next to you. That's, Should we do that? That's that's fun. Where can we do that? Well, you, that's Bert's deal. 
No, we can't we do that. that. Oh, we can't do that. No. You know. Is there anything else we could do here that's semi-dangerous but not too bad? Uh, yeah. Okay, what? Depends on your definition of semi-dangerous. Like, I think what we should do is we should, like, bring in, I don't know, some fucking freestyle motocross guy to jump over the wall of death, you know? Wouldn't that be sick? Where are they at? They're not here. I don't know that I'm aware of. But wouldn't that be cool? Let's call them. Let's call them. Get them on the line. Get them on the line, Brian. Yeah. Well, I got a girl with blank checks here, and she's ready to ride them. How much money would it be? I don't know. Never pay one of those guys. But that we, would be sick, right? Listen, all we got to do is go around with a bucket. Get yeah, Cheryl could, in. I think we could also, like, you know, we could get some bikes next to the river with some ropes and put people on, like, wakeboards and, like, wakeboard race down the river, you know, time trials. This is what I'm talking about. This is my, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, nobody calls me on these Monday meetings, okay? The whole <laughs> year goes by, and they wait till the very end. They're like, Dan, are you coming? I'm like, yes, I'm coming. Look I'm at just what's kidding. I'm just kidding. They do They do ask questions. Look at this. Yeah. Huh? Wakeboarding Behind, by motorcycle. Yeah. Because you know what we do? When it's chuck wagon, we have the horses race down the river. Oh. Why wouldn't we have a motorcycle race down the bank with a wakeboarder? I don't know. You know, another thing we could do is like a freaking full-on like enduro race where there's like crazy obstacles down there, but they go by the bar where they're like jumping over cars and shit, and then they go into the woods and then they come back. And People they're like, would love that, Dan. I know, it'd be fucking awesome. And you got the facility here, like a hard enduro, where there's just like, you know, like where they set up the logs that go across and they're jumping over that shit, and then they go into the woods and then they come back. And I love people that. are sitting at the bar drinking beers. Just like watching people wreck and do crazy motorcycle stunts. When we get off the podcast, I have some things to say. Off air? Off air. All right. Dude. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I, I think too. I think the idea of the outdoor enthusiast uh, handle down at the creek is a great idea. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do too. What else are we going to do? You got any idea? No, I mean, how would I have an idea? What do they do during motocross? Just racing. There's no other, like, side shows. They, they don't bring in freestyle or anything. I mean, it's just, like, I mean, checkers, it's packed down there. Wreckers. I mean, it is. I mean, it's Nobody constantly going, and they are... Distraction bullshits. They're like, no, and, I mean, they're constantly... Those motor, they're flipping all the time down there. I mean, yeah. it is. What about, don't you guys have, like, Jeep meetups here? Is there, like, yeah. uh... What do they do? What, what's their big main attraction? I don't have just a Jeep. Driving so around? Like, you know, they, they just do the trails back here. Oh, yeah. All the time, it, yeah. Chuck wagon racing? Chuck wagon's really fun. I mean, why are we doing that this weekend? Well, there's horses and they would die because you would I mean, run the over other them thing probably. Is we could do like fucking, we've done barrel races against horses where you set it up, there's bikes running these barrels and horses running these. Uh, that's, now you've gone too far. And we've also like done a race where you like drag, you drag somebody behind on a shovel, you know, you put a girl on a shovel, she's behind a horse. And this is behind, another one's behind a bike, and you where, race. Where, where? At the rodeo grounds in Sturgis. You can do the Indian racing, you know, where they like bareback, fucking jump on the horses and go. <sighs> so, I mean, this happens a lot, what you're talking about. I mean, what we're doing right now doesn't happen a lot. Me and you? This conversation? Yeah, this conversation. We've gone, we've gone places. 
I think it's good to have conversations like this, don't you? Mm-hmm. Wait, how long have we been here? An hour and a half? 30 minutes. I mean, Brian's here just waiting on us to get done. What Justin's is- over there sweating in his Gore-Tex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin! Sorry. <laughs> have you seen Justin? I think, I think they went through already. Oh, my gosh, I missed him. You took a picture of him for what? On the bikes. They wanted their picture made? No, yeah. I, I made the picture. They were dressed up in their outfits. Very <laughs> costume. Did you want to, and you wanted their picture? Yeah. Well, you could tag everybody. Yeah. Hey, Taylor, I'm going to go ride my motorcycle. Okay, I love you. Thank uh, you. This is awesome. Beautiful. You're awesome. You're awesome. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I recorded another podcast with uh, Brian Helm. The Tattooed Troubadour and Knives Made by Nick, where we told Nick about what he missed out on the, during the Mexico trip. And that was a fun, fun, fun podcast. And uh, and I've got some more from Milwaukee that I haven't put out. And if you, if you haven't seen the video of any of those podcasts, you should go check out the Mama Tried Flat Out Friday podcast on YouTube. If not, you can wait. The next couple I've got are with... Uh, Haley, the Canadian, the fucking most hilarious woman I met in Milwaukee, and Ginny Bass, uh, J.C. Maldonado, I believe is how you say his name, from Bell Helmets. And uh, anyways, got more to come, and uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful motherfucking day.